This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. We have a great topic this week that we're going to talk about, something we have not talked about before. We're talking bee vans. Yeah. Why? They are so popular. It's unbelievable. We run into bee vans everywhere. Grocery stores, national parks, you name it. We were in Yellowstone, and we ran into a couple who actually were from Germany. They shipped their bee van to Halifax, drove it all across Canada, into America, through all the national parks and everything. They love their bee van. Yeah, we saw them, and we saw the license plate, and we just had to stop them and say, what's going on here? Yeah. And they explained it to us, and it, it was really cool, because we had seen more than one in Yellowstone. We had seen quite a few of yeah, them. with the European license plates. Uh-huh. So anyway, we've got somebody who's going to give you a ton of information about bee vans. Oh my gosh, she is an expert. That's right. She grew up with vans. She sells them on the internet for General RV. Mm -hmm. She has driven and camped in just about every bee van that is out there. She also has produced a whole lot of bee van videos for General RV on their YouTube channel. And she knows them from the roof to the tires. Inside and out. That's right. Becky B is on a Zoom call with us right now. Becky, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You are the bee van expert, and this goes way back to your childhood, right? It sure does. So my dad uh, bought his first conversion van in 1978, and he converted it into a class B van, and that is how I grew up camping with my parents in the 80s. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. So obviously <laughs> you got involved with B van. You have test driven and been in just about every B van possible. Which one is your favorite? Well, my personal favorite right now would be the Winnebago Adventure Wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new concept from Winnebago, but it is also a very modular concept. I would tell you that it does not fit a lot of the B-Van community very well because it's very basic. But for me, it's perfect because it's modular and I can make it into what I want it to be. Or I would go with the Coachman Beyond, which um, is another one of my personal favorites. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean by modular? So every single thing inside of the adventure wagon comes out. Everything. The bed. The, just so it's a, it's a built on a Mercedes chassis. So I just want you to envision if you just take the RV part out of the equation, you go to a car dealer and you see an empty cargo van that just has the two captain seats in the front. Yep. That's exactly what this, this adventure wagon can be. It can be literally taken down to just leaving the two captain chairs in the front. So because my husband and I have a woodworking business and we do a lot of art shows and we travel around a lot, we could take everything that we don't need out 
to make space for our art supplies or stuff yeah. that we need for our art shows because we're taking benches and tables and dining room tables and mantles and all sorts of stuff. But then we're using it to sleep in to save money from hotels expenses. Um, I'll use it to keep our, you know, food and drinks cold at these shows because it has a refrigerator. Well, it's a cooler, Dometic cooler that just literally locks to the floor, mm -hmm. but you can move it. I've used wow. it to move it and taken it out and actually taken it to the beach. I took it out and actually just brought it in the house because we had a party and it's such an efficient cooler. We had a summer party. So we just took it on the back deck. I actually have now purchased one because the this wagon is it's a demo from Winnebago. But um, I bought one for my personal use. So the Dometic portable cooler, uh, bought I bought it. So <laughs> my own money. It's amazing. The next thing I'll buy is that EcoFlow because it does have a lithium battery. Again, modular. So it comes out. It's 99 pounds. It'll probably take you two. It's two people that get out. And then if you lost power at home, you can plug your refrigerator into it. Wow. It says a 30 amp service plug on it. You could plug in an RV if you wanted to it. So it's, that's pretty cool. That's my next purchase. Yeah. Well, wow. obviously, vans have come a long way. I remember when, when I was younger, before electricity, uh, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> vans, you know, you had a friend who would put shag carpeting on the walls, and that was about it. Now they come with all sorts of bells and whistles. What are some of the high-end things that you find in them? So a lot of these vans, well, number one, I mean, take the this last van that we just talked out of out of the equation all the vans that i sell are going to have a restroom majority of them all have a bathroom a place to take a nap a living room area of some sort a kitchen a place to keep your food cold air conditioner furnaces solar on the roof either a lithium battery or a generator not on all but i would tell you 99 percent of the vans i sell have a power management system being a built-in generator or a lithium battery system that powers everything inside of that coach. So they're very technical. There's second alternators built into the engines of the cars to help repower those batteries back up while driving as well. So there's a lot of different features. These are meant to be, people ask all the time, I want a van to go off the grid. Every van I sell is meant to be off the grid. Wow. You don't need to ever plug in that's why they build vans. So you can go anywhere to be not plugged in. No camping. I'm not a campground camper. I personally like harvest posts better or just in the middle of the woods. That's just how I like to travel. That's why I'm also into van life. I'll, you'll never, you'll probably barely ever see me at a campground unless I'm going there to take a shower. Right. Um, I, I understand that. I'm, I mean, we've got a Class A motorhome. It's 38 feet long. It's got a washer and dryer. It works really well for us. But there are times, like when we're in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, where I want to go to that state park where you have to go down this destroyed road for seven <laughs> miles to get to this state park, which is absolutely fabulous. But there is no way we could do that in a Class A. Yeah. And we just did that in that class B. Uh, my husband and I took an 1800 mile trip around the upper peninsula of Michigan at the end of August. And we had a blast. No plans, by the way. The only plan was actually go over the Mackinac Bridge and take Highway 2 to the left. Highway 2 was closed. We ended up on Drummond Island. And if you know anything about Upper Peninsula, that's on the complete opposite side of where we were actually planning on going. And we did go there. And I know exactly what you're talking about. 
And we took a four by two van to that state park. Mm-hmm. Not recommended in four by two, right? But definitely recommended in a van. I mean, that was an epic trip. The bad part is that it was pouring rain. I mean, we were driving. I'll have to show. I'll send you later when we get off the phone. I'll send you videos of what we drove through. It was lakes. I mean, it was literally oh, lakes. My gosh. husband was going, "What do you think we should do?" I'm like. You gotta go. There's a jeep behind us. Around, <laughs> so you better just keep driving. I don't know. Hopefully, it'll push us out. Let's talk about extremes. How much cold can these vans endure? I know there's a lot of storm chasers out there that love to ski, and the they minute a ski, ski resort resorts. has a, a storm, they show up. And mm-hmm. I've been told some of these vans will put up with like six degrees. I have an RV. I have a 40-foot destination trailer. We leave it in northern Michigan. We use our destination trailer all year round. You just have to be smart about your usage, meaning if it's the middle of winter, I'm obviously not going to keep water in the lines, but I'll put antifreeze in the toilet and I can still use my toilet by, and I'm maybe not number two in there, but I can still do number one and I can have some water on the floor to flush it down. And as long as I'm not leaving it in there, I'm okay. Now, you just have to maybe not keep water in your lines, but you can still use your van. Right. Now, if you do keep water in the lines, as long as you keep your furnace on, keep your water lines warm because they're inside the floor. So they're not outside exposed like all these other RVs are built. Well, not all, but a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. These are ran through the floor, and most of these floors are insulated. So as long as you have your coach warm inside, you're not going to have any problem with cold weather camping. Some obviously are insulated better than others, right? Mm -hmm. Price point drives that factor a lot of these times. But there are multiple people that are using these out west all year round in the winter. I mean, I was out there skiing last year and saw many, many 4x4 vans out there parked in Park City and they're skiing. They're using their van, hanging out, eating lunch and yeah. So that's that's yeah. exactly what they're for. I mean, we were at Yellowstone and we saw people from Europe that brought their vans here. They bring them, they ship them to Halifax, go through Canada, and then go through America. I mean, it's it's absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. All right, I always get you know when you talk about B vans to people, well, I'm too tall for one. These B vans are just bigger vehicles. Number one. All these SUVs out there, you can buy an SUV right now for $90,000, but you can't stand up in it. Right. I'm not saying that you, if you are six feet, five inches, you're going to be able to stand up in all of my vans. However, you're going to be able to stand up a lot further than you are in that $90,000 SUV that you just purchased. So you have to look at it that way. Now, people that are, I would say six four, that's kind of the cutoff of almost standing up fully straight mm-hmm. uh you gotta bend a little at that number but anything below that you're almost standing up in there now depending on the chassis there's three different chassis that they build on they build on the ram pro master that's gas they build on the ford transit which is also gas and then they build on the mercedes diesel the mercedes diesel in my opinion for people that are tall is going to give you the most space head space and also leg room for driving but also it's very tall inside. My husband's also tall, so he's 6'4", and he does have to bend a little bit at the knees. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in a Mercedes van, so if that tells you anything, he will not fit in a Ram van, so I'll tell you that. He 
who won't do it. And a Ford would be a little bit tight for him too. Right. Well, you know what? You brought up a good point, and that is the price points of SUVs as opposed to a B van. There's so much more you can do with a B van compared to an SUV. There is. I mean, if you think about it, you buy an SUV, the only thing I have a you I have a 2017 Yukon Denali XL. Nice car. Bought it used. We're not rich. So <laughs> if I were to go and redo, like rebuy that car now, I do believe it's probably a ninety thousand dollar car. Right. I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. Cannot afford it. Too expensive. Plus, I cannot pee in there. I can't keep my sandwiches cold. I can't keep my beer cold. I can't take a nap in there. I mean, I can, it's not comfortable. I can work in there, it's not comfortable. I do, but it's not comfortable working in there. So there's a lot of things that my current SUV, I cannot do in. Well, guess what? If I drive that Winnebago adventure wagon to wherever I'm going, even if it's a doctor's office, I can easily pop up, go in the back, sit down on the bench, pull up my computer and work and go to the bathroom if I have to in there. Or make a a trip to the, if I live in a hot state, I hear this a lot. I don't really live in a hot state, but it did affect me this summer. Went to the store, bought ice cream, put it in my cooler refrigerator thing, still did a bunch of errands, and then came home and put my groceries away. Wow. People that live in Florida have to immediately go home. Your ice cream's melted. I didn't really think about that because I don't live in Florida. Right. But those are real things that now affect your day-to-day life or... Even just simple, I mean, there's a lot of people that are working remote now. I also work remote majority of the time. I can pop in that van, and if it's a nice day, just drive to the park down the road, park there, get out my camp chair, and I can work right there because I have every single thing that I need. But now I just have a different setting and a different view to do it on. Right, and when it comes to financing them. Oh, yes. So financing, Again, I can't even afford a payment on a brand new Yukon right now. Cannot afford it. But if I were to go and buy this $110,000 or $20,000 adventure wagon right now, my payment would actually be, I've done the the math. So my payment would actually be around the same, about $100 difference, not a big deal, for buying a 2023 adventure wagon, Mercedes diesel van, versus my 2017 Yukon that's got 93,000 miles on it, I believe now. Um, my payment is the same because they'll finance this for 20 years. Wow. Where my car, they only will do for a seven year term. Mm-hmm. And the little hidden gem about these is that this is not going to be my daily driving car, right? Even though I probably would make it my daily driving car, but I'm not going to tell my insurance company that because they look at this as being an RV. It's a recreational vehicle. It's not a daily driver. So because it is an RV, they're going to give you RV insurance, meaning that you're just using this a few times a month. So the insurance is not nearly, you priced out getting insurance on an empty cargo Mercedes van 2023 and an empty cargo Mercedes van 2023 RVIA certified Winnebago adventure wagon. You can cut that down in a quarter. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's that's, so that's incredible. Secret. So mm-hmm. yeah. for my $100 more of my payment, that would save me on my insurance. Michigan no fault insurance, we're high. And I have a decent driving record, but we have such high insurance here. And we have a second car because my husband still has a vehicle. I think too, you have to keep a lot of states, I've heard, you have to keep another car on your policy. Mm-hmm. Buy a $5,000 Ford 
fusion from 2005 and put it on your policy. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. It's going to save you a ton of money. So that's the secret. I don't know if I just blew it for everybody. Well, but. you know, I need you as my CPA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, taxes are coming up here. Okay, what about mileage? Do they get good mileage? I mean, I get eight miles to a gallon with this RV. Oh, yeah. oh, and it's diesel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the downfall of the Class A versus the B. Right now, I am averaging 16.7 for my fuel economy on that. I got that at the end of March. I've put 10,000 miles on it. I'm at 16.7. Wow. Can, um, can you do without a washer and a dryer? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, are there people that actually live in the V-bands and travel? There are. Yeah. There are. Wow. There are. Yeah. I've wow. met, um, I would say that probably at this point, 80% of my monthly business is class B vans. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, every day I just talk to a class B buyers. It's just daily at this point. Right. Yes. I have sold multiple vans to people that live in them full time. I think that it would be interesting to do it for a short period of time, Yeah. maybe a year at most for me. Uh, for a full-time thing, I also agree. I would need some more space. I like my stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But for quick trips and for my day-to-day -day use, oh, I need a van. I don't need a Yukon anymore. I need a van. I don't even want to sell this van, but I have to. It's just such a whole better fit for for so many things in day-to-day -day life that you don't even think about. Just enhances your day-to-day, -day, driving to doctor's appointments, going to weddings, staying at your friends and family after you have glasses of wine, you don't want to stay at their house, stay in their driveway. Right. There's just a lot of things. If you're traveling from Florida to Michigan every year and you have pets, you don't have to stay in hotel rooms. You don't have to go to campgrounds. You can go to Cracker Barrels. You can go just pull off to the side of the road. You can park anywhere, hmm. literally anywhere, black out the front. Nobody knows you're there. My husband and I slept in a show, like a it was called a woods and water show, a hunting and fishing show. And I actually put the van in the show at fairgrounds. We were surrounded by tractors and lawnmower equipment and side-by-sides and ATVs. And then on the other side, it was like a carnival with all the food court land. Mm -hmm. And we slept there for three days, put all the curtains in the middle. I remember we opened up the door in the morning and all these guys were standing on the other side, you know, with their little food vendor tents and stuff. And my husband and I pop out of there with our bath shower and stuff. And my hair's a wreck. <laughs> And these people are like, oh, my gosh, they just rolled out of that van. <laughs> we did. You can sleep anywhere. Wow. Nobody knows they're even there. You just stay quiet. So no, you no. save about so 800 like, bucks on the hotel, too, you yeah. know? I did. Yeah. 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 Because think about how much the hotel is 200 bucks a night now. Oh, yeah. And it was a we got there Thursday and we came home late on Sunday. So. Of all the places you've been, what's your favorite <laughs> in the van? Oh, Utah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. If you have a van, you go to Moab, Utah. Oh, that is for sure. Yeah. For and, sure. and, of course, I'm sure you didn't stay in any campgrounds there. You just... No. BLM land out there is a very, very useful thing for being able to camp anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn the tables a little bit. Back in early 2000s, we bought a ranch in Texas two dogs came with that ranch. Now, I know you just bought a farm and you have something that came with your farm. <laughs> we got a horse that, that came with our farm. That yes. is so cool. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Real thing. 
Have you ever had a horse before? I have never had a horse, but my aunt and uncle, they've had horses their entire life. They still own horses. So, and actually they were just over here yesterday. Uh, my uncle shoes her, well, not shoes, but uh, does her nails. Uh-huh. She yeah. but uh, cuts her nails. So, but no, I've never owned a horse, but she had been here for 20 plus years. And what do you do? You tell her she can stay. Yeah, right. Her home. right. So they, we just said, okay, but she's the sweetest thing. We love her to death. Then we rescued a dog and then we just rescued two cats. So oh, there we go. That wow. So starting to, to generate. Oh. <laughs> oh, but we're only into rescue animals. We That's all, all we want to do oh, here. Absolutely. Plus we do the harvest host mm-hmm. um, thing here too on our farm. We started that last year. And if you guys don't know what Harvest Host is, for people that are listening, highly suggest you guys look into it. It is a great way for especially RVers to travel. You don't have to be just in vans. You just RVs in general to travel. You're supporting local small businesses, but you're getting off the beaten path and you're seeing stuff that is totally different and unique that you'll never, ever think you'd see again in your life. And you get to pick where you want to go. We have a woodworking company here and we just opened it last year. We had 72 people come here and stay. And for us being half the six months of the year here in Michigan is crappy weather. So I have a feeling next year we'll probably be close to 100 RVers coming and staying in our place because people are creatures of habit and they're already planning to come back. It's just a great way for you as an RVer to not support the big chain, right. you know, campgrounds. Yeah. And, and not camping right next to somebody. Oh. You can hear them fart in the middle of the night. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Harvest host, you know, I, most I've had three people here at one point. So you're getting a space that's by yourself, secluded. That's the kind of camping though that I like to do. So that's also why we decided to become a harvest host. Well, it's been really ter- fun. That's We've terrific. had a lot of van people and I've had a lot of my own customers come and stay here. And it's really, it's just a cute, a, a cool way to travel, especially with vans. It makes it really easy because you're the easiest. You're just literally pulling in and you have nothing to do. There's no hookups. There's no drops. There's no auto jacks. There's no slides. There's no, you can put an awning out. Maybe you're probably not. You might throw a chair out, sit outside, read a book, have a quick fire, go inside make your meal and go to bed and you get back on the road and you go. Mm-hmm. And that's Harvest House. Yeah. So. Well, we may be stopping by oh, on our absolutely. way back to Ohio yeah, next year. We will be stopping by. Well, well I guess we are. <laughs> yeah. so. If you can take a Bare big 38 and foot. And yeah. it up. That's and, right. And you, and you can take a big 38-foot motorhome, huh? That's actually what gave me the whole idea is when we were building our second barn for our showroom, we had had uh, semi-trucks come up our driveway, and I was watching these semis because my husband's smart. And he wanted a big driveway for him to not have to back up. We have a big truck trailer and we're hauling wood a lot Mm -hmm. and a big gooseneck. So he's like, I don't want to have to back up. So we have a big circle and this, these big, huge semis could do the circle. So I went, I could have a 45 foot RV in here towing a a car and not have to unhook. And we have had it. I have three buses here at one time and all of them. No, one guy didn't have a car, but the other two had cars and all three of them were parked right there in a row and they were easily good to go. So it makes it nice. Not all harvest hosts will obviously do that, but just read on their reviews or read on their description if they allow 
or pull through or however it is that you're traveling. But yeah, mine's easy to get through. Well, that's great. I'll tell yes. you what, if you're interested in a bee van, if you're going to buy one, you're obviously the person that they should contact yeah, and buy it from. Oh, thank you. How can we give them all your contact information? We'll put a lot of it in the description below. Yeah, I'll give you guys my cell phone number. And then I'm also going to give a link to share with you guys. I have a direct link that if you do fill it out, it is actually an instant $1,000 savings on a motorhome. And I don't only just sell motorhomes, so I do sell other things. So if it's a fifth wheeler travel trailer that you're interested in purchasing, that would save you another $500. It's called Bucky's Cash. And I'll send the link. Jeff can post that below. But my cell phone number is 248-252-2524. And then I'll give uh, you my email too, Jeff, so you can post that in the description below. I do calls, FaceTime, text, whatever is easiest for you guys to reach out to me. And, of course, it's General RV that you work for. General RV. I'm internet sales for General RV. Mm -hmm. I have been here uh, nine years, and I've been specializing in the bees for seven years. But I sell for all of our stores. Right now, by the end of next year, we'll have 19 operating stores across the United States. Wow. Uh, one of the largest family-owned. We are still owned by the Betas family. They're amazing. I love them. Mm -hmm. And all those states, we do sell Class Bs in. So it's a, a huge thing. It's a growing segment. It is one of the biggest and fastest growing segments in the RV community. So it is very exciting. And it's exciting that I've been a part of it since, you know, it was just small when I first started with these. My first show I ever went to, I had two Class Bs to sell, two. And all I got questioned was, why are these so expensive? <laughs> I just was fighting a fight for years. And now it's so different. I go to a show and people are like, where's the Winnebago Travado? Do you have an Integra Ethos here? Did you bring an Airstream? Do you guys have a Gretsch band? So people now know their names and they're not fighting me on the price so much because they're understanding that these are so technical and so difficult to build. They are worthy of that price tag that they're demanding. Plus, you can do payments for 20 years. That's absolutely amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... If you are looking at an SUV, a brand new SUV nowadays, if you bought an SUV versus a Class B van, I guarantee you your overall monthly expenses on a Class B van, unless you're buying a Class B van that's $250,000. Right. But just an average B van that I sell, your monthly expenses will be less money on a B van than they will be on a daily driving $90,000 SUV in the face. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. We want to thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. You were terrific. Thank you, guys. It was great talking to you, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Well, there she is, the amazing Becky B. from General RV. Oh, man, she knows her stuff, doesn't she? I'm telling you, if you're going to buy a B-Van, that's the person to get it oh, from. yeah. She'll give you a great deal, too. Yep. All right, all her contact information and links are in the description below. We are out of time. So have yourself a great week. Thanks for listening. And until next time. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe we should go see Becky. I knew this was coming. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.